0: Welcome back, everyone, to episode 11 of Just A Couple of Thoughts. The big 11. <laughs> so, um, we had two weeks of delayed podcast. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. We're kind of yeah. busy. One was by choice and the other one was just, it just ended up that being that way. We should start with recaps because we actually have some comments this week. Really? Yeah. All from our latest episode, episode 10. But hmm. we actually do have some comments this week. Um, the
1: big one, oh, it was our big, big an- not anniversary day. <laughs> That's not right. It was our big podcast milestone.
0: Ten. What's our next big one then? Twenty. We're just gonna do increments of ten.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean.
0: I guess so. So the first comment we got from that uh, episode is "va vasakios." And it uh, says, y'all should do a video podcast. Um, maybe one day? Maybe we have like a milestone thing. But, I don't know, me personally, um, I think having a podcast be just audio has a different kind of feel to it. Like, you kind of, especially when you don't know the person, you kind of imagine what they look like in your head. So it's kind of, actually seeing them kind of breaks the illusion. Yeah. Hello Internet, one of the podcasts I listen to. And which is actually kind of like a inspiration for me Of how I want to format this podcast They talk about how like they imagine Or how they like to see how people imagine uh, What they look like and sound like And like especially like stuff like The position of where they sit in the podcast mm-hmm. And what the audience thinks and stuff like that Yeah So I think I think maybe one day we'll do a video podcast But I don't think anytime soon I don't think we're going to do one I don't know, what do you think? I don't
1: think it's necessary You don't think it's necessary?
0: I don't know it's, it's just something like I like having the idea of Just the audio being a thing Yeah You know
1: Besides We're not all that interesting to look at Let me tell you
0: Yeah, yeah. We're literally just sitting here Talking to mics Like uh, da- Daniel mentioned it when he came on Like this setup is Interesting <laughs>
1: It's not ideal But it's comfy Yeah it's for, very comfy For, for us yeah. anyway Although Daniel did not agree <laughs> He did not think our setup was very comfy.
0: Well, he just didn't, didn't like how you sit. Oh, yeah, I had to give him like an actual chair, and oh. he was fine of that. It was more of like he didn't like sit on the floor. We're well, not sitting on the floor. We have like these backrests, but you know, mm. he didn't like sitting on the floor for an extended amount of time. Uh, the next comment is from Yingying first. Wow. Yeah. Our good friend. Yeah. So uh, he was talking about he's talking about when I was talking about how. In Shin Megami Tensei, so there's a lot of uh, fuck you bosses mm. where you have to play their way. So, so the boss I was thinking about in Final Fantasy X was Yunaleska, which is um, why healing kills you is because she's constantly afflicting the zombie status of, on the party, which basically makes it so anytime you heal yourself, uh, it does damage itself instead. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she kills anyone who doesn't have the zombie status. So basically what happens is you have to just deal with the zombie status and you can't heal yourself or else you just die,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: right? And then healing is just impossible in that fight. Uh, And zombie proof is a bad idea because, you know, you need the zombie to fight. But he had a response to the the gatekeeping thing that we were talking about that day, which is my opinion of being a true gamer, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. has changed over the years. I don't think my opinion has ever Been, you need to play specific games or specific type of games to be considered a true gamer. My thing is, um, my thing with being a gamer is not only playing trending games because it starts feeling disingenuous to me, uh, which relates to my other point about gatekeeping. For example, if someone was playing Fortnite uh, during its heights of its popularity, then shift over to Apex Legends just because it's the hottest shit. Uh, I would have trouble accepting them that they're a gamer because it sounds like they're bandwagoning to me. Hmm. Oh, to me, like, in regards to being, like, quote-unquote true gamers, I don't... <laughs> it's just weird to think people, like, as just gamers and not gamers. It's just, for me, it's... You don't want to be a gamer, you just, you just play games, honestly. But that, that's just my opinion because I, I never saw, like, myself or other people as gamers. I just saw like, oh, they like playing games as a hobby, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, what do you what do you think of that first part?
1: So, from what I understand of the first part of this response, is he doesn't like people who play, who just play games that are trending. They should broaden their horizons. It like,
0: I think he's what he's trying to say is he doesn't like people would just bandwagon into games just because they're popular, right? It's, like, people who, um, played... example was, like, Fortnite and Apex Legends, which is somewhat relevant because above like, Battle Royale games. But, like, imagine people who, would like, just played Sekiro when it was, um, hot shit for a week, right? Okay. And then next week, they just played Mortal Kombat. And then next week after that, they just played... Uh, what's current? Now? I don't know. I think Mortal Kombat's still current? I don't, I don't know. Is there... I don't really see the problem. Well, he he just finds it weird that well, I I can't put words in his mouth. My interpretation is, um, he he finds it dis- disingenuous for people who play only current games because it just sounds like they're just bandwagoning to what's the hot shit right now instead of you know playing the games that they should personally like. I think I think that's what I, I'm getting out of it. Okay. No, you 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 can clarify, but I think that's I think that's what it's getting to. But um, I I see where he's coming from, if uh I could put in my own kind of interpretation to it, because it's kind of like how um it, it's kind of like what the uh, subject I brought before when people call themselves movie buffs, but they only watch tomorrow movies, right? Because they only call themselves like movie buffs now because they're watching a lot of movies because. A lot of the movies, the superhero movies. Okay. But that didn't mean that like they were just a movie buff all around. They just watched a lot of superhero movies. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I if I could put it into a, like a more specified like group within the gaming community, it's like saying like oh, uh, I'm a Pokemon gamer, but they only played the latest game, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that. Mm. mm like did would you say like oh yeah I, um i like playing pokemon and they only play the latest game mm,
1: i like, feel kind of weird about that though
0: like that's not wrong yeah but it's not the connotation where you usually bring
1: yeah there's usually like history behind it
0: or like saying like I i'm don't, a huge I don't know. final fantasy fan but they only play 15 i,
1: I guess I, I i i guess i understand
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah from that aspect i understand
0: yeah you know calling yourself as the as a gamer, has not it doesn't necessarily feel cringy to me, but it doesn't need to be like a very hyper specific group. Kind of like how I say, like movie buffs before. Like, yeah, I give shit to people who like only watch superhero movies and call them some movie buffs, but I can't say like they don't like movies, right? So like for me, gamers has just been people who like games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to read the second part of that comment? Cause it's still a little bit more of that comment.
1: Yeah. So it kind of touches on like what we were kind of talking about, which is um, the other instance of gatekeeping that I actively engage in, but I haven't really needed to do anything about has to do with the mainstream acceptance for the most part of nerd culture. Because of the Marvel and DC movies, we've seen an unprecedented number of people casually talking about comic book stuff. My main problem is when people try to talk like they know everything about the about the comics when it's clear that they're just trying to sound like a comic book fan. Just like with being a true gamer, it seems like bandwagoning and, for whatever reason, as if the person wants to sound like they know more than everyone else. Arguably, this could apply to me, though I feel like I try not to speak about stuff I don't actually know anything about, which is why most of my gripes with the DC movies has to do with the filmmaking side and little about how the characters are portrayed. I do find that a little annoying, though.
0: The acceptance of nerd culture nowadays, I mean, like, not. I I, I I know I know what you mean, right? Yeah. It it especially got annoying for me when like Big Bang Theory was getting big. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I am all I'm I sympathize with the like having, you know, like having people think that they know everything mm. about something that they like know nothing about. Yeah. Right? Like comics or like video games or something.
0: Yeah, It's one of those things where like, um, I forgot what the law is or the, the theory or whatever. Mm-hmm. But basically like the less you know about something, the more likely you think you know a lot about it. Mm. And the more you know it, the more uncertain you are about it. Mm-hmm. So there, this is like a weird curve when it comes like to your confidence and your you, you knowing how much... You actually know about the subject.
1: That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Is it because you're aware that you could be wrong? Uh the more you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, so th- everyone goes through this curve, really, somewhat. Like mm-hmm. for me, when uh, when I first started getting into, let's say, the Final fantasy games, right? Mm-hmm. I started at seven, no, six. I started at six, played seven, 10, 13, and then I went backwards from there, mm-hmm. right? But I f- back then I thought at least. When when I finished 10 Then I'm like Oh I, I know pretty much Everything about Final Fantasy now But there's a shit ton of games I did not know And it wasn't until I started going backwards From 13 That I'm like Wow there's a lot I did not know Right So And then it wasn't until I finished Most of the game That I'm like Okay I Know more about The Final Fantasy world now mm-hmm. Right So that, that's my own Personal like curve it, it more has to do With like academic stuff you get this all the time on college campuses. Yeah. Right? That yeah. that one person who took like a child development course and can tell you how to raise your kid.
1: Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. I take one child development course and I'm like, I feel like I know everything, man.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean then, right?
1: Yeah, because like, I'm that person.
0: Well, like that one person who takes a psych course and be like, I understand how people think now.
1: Mm, right? Yeah.
0: You get that all the time on college campuses, because you start knowing more about the the subject, and then eventually, and if you actually major in it, you more know more about it, and you realize the broad scope that goes into like stuff like child development, psych, engineering, nursing, art, whatever. Yeah. So you start feeling more uncertain about yourself, and it's not until that you start being like an actual expert that you start going up in that like confidence. Touching on a small part about what he's um saying is when he's talking about the DC movies. Another unpopular hot take of mine is that I think the quality of filmmaking of the DC movies and the Marvel movies are nearly exactly the same. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, ironically, on his part, I think the only issue with the DC movies is how the characters are portrayed. (laughs) Like, you can make a lot of the plot lines in the DC movies work, but they just don't work with the characters they have. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Ironically, with his part, like... I, I'm not completely disagreeing with what he says about the DC movies. It's, it's Marvel movies and DC movies are both shot very lazily, so it's just, the filmmaking is almost the same to me.
1: Mm, it's just the I feel like the the characters for the DC movies are just
0: really boring. Well, uh, I wouldn't say boring. It's more of the not compelling. Which is different from boring. For me, at least. You can You can have like a like a super hyperactive character and have them not be compelling, right? But you can have a really boring character and have them be compelling. It just you have to frame the right movie around it.
1: I'd say that's arguably <laughs> I don't know. Well okay. It, that's that, that's arguable.
0: It is arguable. There's not a lot of subjects to bring up that aren't arguable. But like for me, the DC movies, uh the characters themselves I would to call them boring. Because they're interesting characters. On paper. Right? But you don't do anything for them that make them, like, compelling to me. Do no, you have anything to say about that?
1: About the DC stuff?
0: Or what I just had to say. Because you disagree with me, so.
1: I, I think if a character is boring, then he... The, the, the character just wasn't written. There, there was a problem either with acting... You know what the way that the character was portrayed in act in the in the performance, mm-hmm. or it was written poorly, you know? I think
0: the d c movies is almost always written poorly wow well, yeah.
1: and and because of that, I think it lacks it lack the the characters lack any real character, mm. and they're just boring, like slates to work off of for the yeah. for the actor to be like i'm i'm uh you know mm. I'm feeding myself, getting my check yeah I, I walking think, out
0: I think my issue not, not not issue, I think my thing with what you're saying is I just have a different definition of boring to you yeah, because
1: right? to me i mean like, com-
0: to, to, to to both of us like boring's boring, right? you just don't like watching them on screen for me. Being a boring character does not mean that like you aren't interesting to watch. But for you, being a boring character is, means that you're not interesting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's I just mean, a different definition for me.
1: I mean, you could have a boring character. Mm-hmm. But like some guy who works 9 to 5. That's like 99 a slice of life of animes <laughs> In an office. Right? Yeah. So it's a character that lives a boring life. Mm-hmm. But it's because of other factors Mm -hmm. that the character becomes interesting yeah but it's you know so then a boring character becomes an interesting character yeah but if the other stuff surrounding the character is also boring Mm. like some anime (laughs) well okay (laughs) like five centimeters per second really boring. boring yeah super boring characters are so boring Everything about that movie Is mm. boring
0: Well okay Um Bring, bring backs though Like what I mean by like You can have a boring character And still has have to be compelling I feel like most documentaries Do that Where they follow like A random person Or like a person that just Is like living their life mm. Right The Technically In certain documentaries Where they're just living their life That character's boring But because we're following Their life so Intimately it's compelling to watch hmm. you know what i'm saying yes that, that's what i mean yes that's uh, that's also why i'm saying like we, we just have a different definition when when you say boring hmm. Uh, the next comment is from pk no way really yep pk the only gatekeeper is matador jk i haven't played much uh, smt games but i play all the persona games i'm just confused uh because why did it start with three and who's maya I'll get back to that later. Uh, Anyways, I really share that kind of mentality with Pokemon. Used to be really into competitive in Gen 4. Kind of skipped 5 and 6. 5 and 6 competitive was so fun, though. Uh, Jesus, that period, uh, in my opinion, was the worst uh, Pokemon. I still respect anyone who likes Gen 6, but if it's their favorite, I really don't like their opinion. Music also affects my opinion on them, even... even if I know the basics of entry level hipster trash albums, I'm trying to change that. Kind of what I'm mentioning about you begin and you f- you feel like an expert from the, the music side. I see why you have, you're having trouble reading that because there's no commas. Mm. Yeah. For those, we actually somewhat know PK, right? PK was PK, Kypes's
1: She's so famous. What a famous girl! I know you're watching.
0: <laughs> well, it, if listening. you follow, uh, if you remember the podcast I had with Ben, aka Kypes PK mm-hmm. is his girlfriend. Yes. So we actually know uh, PK, and um, he
1: loves her very much. Very much. Today, actually, it was funny. Let me let me um just go on a little tangent here. Um, today I was talking to Ben, right? And we had made this bet a long time ago in like December. So maybe not that long, Mm -hmm. but it was when, when we went out for like a double, it was like a double date or something. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And it was Kevin, Ben, PK and I, Mm -hmm. we had all gotten in a car and we were driving to driving back home. Mm -hmm. PK was asking about like Ben and how, like, how he was. And I was like... Ben is always talking about you always Mm. and always is saying, I love my girlfriend. Mm. I always want to see my girlfriend, Mm. which might be really embarrassing for her to hear this maybe, but I feel like she hears it 24 seven. So (laughs) I know we do. (laughs) So he was like, well, fine. I'm not going to say it anymore. If I say, if I say it in front of you guys, like I, I love my girlfriend. I, I, I'll I'll give you a hundred bucks. And I said, Okay. I for sure am gonna hear it.
4: Mm.
1: And then today I remembered it because Mm. he said, I love my girlfriend. I love my girlfriend. Mm. And I was like, Excuse me, Ben? Mm. What did you just say? (laughs) He's like, I love my girlfriend. And I'm like, pay up, Ben. You owe me a hundred (laughs) bucks. So He's like, I didn't even remember. And I'm like, well, I did.
0: I I actually remember that now. Yeah, no, he, he very much does care about his girlfriend. Yes, it's very sweet. Yeah. Breaking down the comment, just really quickly. uh, The Matador is actually a reference to Nocturne. Because there's a boss called the Matador. And the difficulty spike from the rest of the game to Matador, or the, the beginning of the game to Matador, is insane. At least for that game. Uh, I never really had issues with SMT games, so, you- If you are somewhat proficient with SMT games, you can work around Matador, not badly. Um, uh, but there's a- You can deal with a lot of RNG when it comes to that boss fight. So, people always consider Matador as, like, the first difficult SMT boss that you'll face. Because is a pretty popular game. Um, going from the Persona games, I'm pretty sure, um, uh, there's a reply- Um, uh, we probably won't get into replies that often. The Persona games. It doesn't really start with 3. That universe, I guess, starts with 3. But uh, Persona 1 and 2. And the other two. <laughs> Those are technically the, the first Persona games, right? And uh, Maya is the main character of Persona 2 Internal Punishment. Which is Persona 2 2.
2: <laughs> hmm
0: it gets a little bit confusing because there's Persona Revelations, Persona Innocent Sin, Persona Internal Punishment, and then Persona 3.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: So it gets a little bit confusing.
1: So it's a sequel to 2? Two? 2-2? Yeah.
0: Internal Punishment? Yeah. yeah. It's a direct sequel, technically. Mm. Getting into it really quickly, uh, in Persona 2, it's Innocent Sin. At the end of the game, you restart the universe. Mm. And in Persona 2, Eternal Punishment, you play as a character who somewhat remembers the restart, and then you, things happen. Yeah. Yeah. In <laughs> um, one of the replies, uh, Yin replied to it. He mentions that they have a, um, Persona 1 and both 2s have aged terribly. Uh. The PSP reboot actually works fine. Uh, they fixed a lot of the issues in the PSP reboot. It's probably the, the definitive it, it rendition of the game. Um, aged Terribly, uh, I want to say, though. It's not like modern game, like streamlined at all. But for like an SMT game, it's fine, right? You If you're able to play like and Odyssey, you should be able to play those two games, the remakes, just fine. I
1: got lost, though, in the hospital. Can I just say that? In the first
0: yeah. area.
1: I got lost. I'm like, I don't know how to get out of here.
0: Gotta work that map.
1: <laughs> I also want to talk about, um, just because I have a very strong connection to Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about her Pokemon comment for a second.
0: Oh, I was going to get into that. That was uh, I was done with that. Oh, stuff. sorry. Yeah. Um,
1: Gen 6 was... Kalos. Kalos. Yeah, Kalos... Was a little... I mean, it was a little dry. It was a little rough.
0: Uh, I'm not going to say it's the worst gen, honestly. I'm still going to say that Gen 1 is probably the worst gen. Mm.
1: At least Gen 1 had 150 Pokemon.
0: At least... At least Gen 6 isn't broken.
1: I'll give you that. (laughs)
0: Gen 6 is not broken. At At least least Gen 6 has some creative Pokemon. Yeah, At least Gen 6 isn't broken. It had some creative Pokemon. People always complain about the Pokemon design. I don't know what you guys are talking about. They've yeah. always been, like, simple. Yeah. They're, yeah, they've always been, like, simple, like...
1: They're more... People are never satisfied. Either yeah. they're too simple... Or they're too complicated. Or they're too complicated and they start looking like Digimon.
0: Yeah. Or, like, oh, this po- oh this Pokemon just looks stupid, Yeah. Right?
1: Keys as Pokemon, stupid. Ice Cream as Pokemon
0: it's so funny because oh quickly getting into those two pokemons right They're te- the Klefki technically isn't a key pokemon and the all three renditions of the, of the ice cream pokemon technically aren't ice cream pokemon because the ice cream pokemon are technically just icicle pokemon they just happen to look like ice cream and that's what the people of uh, unova call them right Similar with Clefking uh, in Kalos.
1: He Ta- just collects keys, doesn't it?
0: He collects keys, but he collects keys from different time periods. There's a weird connotation with that own Pokemon's lore. Because if you look at all the keys, like, oh, you can see, like, there's an old fashioned key, there's like a car key, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a house key. And there's this weird key from the future. <laughs> <laughs> right mm-hmm. so like for me the origins of these pokemons are just becoming more interesting like the design you can complain about the design you want but gen one we had a pile of sludge yeah we had we had a bird with two heads and its evolution was a bird with three heads like come on guys we
1: had a, a magnet with one eye and then we got three of them mm-hmm.
0: stuck together yeah we we had we had Diglett, and then Dotrio, like come on guys it's
1: just three diglets <laughs> But one's mad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, you, you can complain about the Pokemon designs you want, but they've always been like that. Gen 6 has a lot of issues in terms of content. Mm-hmm. But for the first game on the 3DS, I think it's fine.
1: There's so a lot to like about Gen 6. I,
0: I, I personally like a lot about things in Gen 6. Yeah. It's the first game to, uh, with the 3D models, it's, uh, it's well, got on, roller, on the headheld.
1: It's got roller skating.
0: You can design your own character. Yeah. I love that part. I wish they brought that back. <laughs>
1: You can uh, you can buy clothes.
0: Yeah, you, you, like I said, design your own character. You can, to buy clothes. You can
1: have a dog, and then you can style it. Mm.
0: <laughs> it it has the most efficient IV and EV um, gameplay there is. I really like breeding and farm, um and training Pokemon in that game. In uh, from the competitive aspect, it makes it super simple. Mm. And it's uh, and it's kind of like the start of like. Streamlining the game To make it more fun Yeah Right Because I mentioned before That like Oros Was the definitive way To play uh, Gen 3 I, yeah. And I think right now is probably the best Pokemon game mm. But it's mostly because They streamlined the game To the point where It's not hard But it's not easy either Just, Like it's not as easy As fucking Gen 6 And Gen 7 Yeah Right Oros is still like somewhat difficult. Yeah. Right? Especially if it's like your first Pokemon game. Yeah. But like you don't need a lot of the stuff that held you back from the original games in, in Oros. So it, it, Gen 6 is very much the start of all that stuff.
1: I the one complaint that I have about Pokemon games is I always felt like as I was getting older the games were getting easier. Mm. Um and I wasn't sure if it was because I was just getting older. Mm. And then the Pokemon games were just really simple, and I was getting
0: bored of them. Mm-hmm. Have you played some of the older Pokemon games recently? You
1: know, I was. I think the one game that I played recently was like Heart Gold.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was tough.
4: Because
1: mm. Heart Gold is like. um, Leveling is tough. Like, leveling is slow in yeah, Heart Gold. Well... And
0: like. It's not. It's not diamond pearl slow. But it's
1: yeah. not diamond and pearl slow, but it's slow. Yeah, and the the game is long.
0: Well, hard gold is long because it's one of those. It, Gen two is two games of one. So. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. The the, the game is like pretty long, but I, I think in terms of like if you just count counted just Gen two, it's it's pretty much the same length as any other Pokemon game kind of I, I
1: thought it was tough. Okay. But it could have... I mean, that was a while ago. Mm. So...
0: Uh, If I can get into the Pokemon tangent really quick. Because for those who don't know and kind of miss the other podcast, both me and Sarah are super into Pokemon. I am more into the competitive aspect of Pokemon. And Sarah, you're more of a traditional fan of... <laughs> you You are... I would say you are far more of a pure fan of Pokemon than I am.
1: I don't even know about that. I mean, I don't watch the show anymore. I don't like... I haven't finished. I just recently finished, you know, the game. Well, here's uh, the thing. The I finish one. the games
0: to play competitively. I don't mm. finish the games to, like, play the game sometimes. I felt that way when I was playing Ultra Sun and Moon. Mm. Right? When, like, I'm, I'm just playing this to beat the game at this point.
1: That's how I felt when I beat it because mm-hmm. i didn't feel anything yeah when i beat it when i beat sun and moon i felt something yeah i was like man that was good i kind of liked it mm-hmm. and even then, after i finished it i was like you know i didn't really love it but it was no, still it was, it was still good, good and it made me feel good mm-hmm. and it was a good pokemon game i really liked the ending yeah um but then for ultra sun and moon when i beat the
0: elite four it was just the same
1: yeah it was just the same, except the the crazy yeah. characters weren't crazy anymore.
0: And then you have Rainbow Rocket. That's it.
1: I haven't even gotten to it yet. So,
0: I mean, it's fun. Rainbow Rocket part. It's just a series of boss battles,
1: which so. is fine with me. But yeah. you know, I I re- I was just kind of disappointed. And and, and
0: and it's also honestly hard boss battles. that You play it like a traditional Pokemon game. Yeah, because, I was well. Well, I'm not gonna know, spoil it for you because you haven't played it yet. Yeah, but it's it's fun.
1: But honestly, like I was maybe the reason i felt like that and i was thinking it was probably my own fault
4: Mm -hmm.
1: you know when i was playing sun and moon when i always i always play the first game with the team that i want yeah and then i play the second game with like a restricted team Yeah, that's kind of like like,
0: nuzlocke or whatever yeah
1: Yeah. like my own version of nuzlocke i just play with the same team Mm. my voice cracked (laughs) I just played with the same team, and like um I just I kind of do like what they call like a a wonder trade mm-hmm. so like a wonder trade team, so you catch like six Pokemon and yeah. then trade them all away. yeah um, and then whatever you get, it's a Pokemon that you use
3: throughout the game through,
1: throughout the whole game and you beat the elite four with those six
0: Pokemon, mm-hmm.
1: which ended up being a horrible idea mm-hmm. because it was so tough.
0: They they also fix one trade now, so you can only get Pokemon around your level now, which means you're only catching, uh, early game like level three to s- seven Pokemon, and you're only getting level three to seven
1: Pokemon. Yeah, it's rough.
0: So, so one trade in past Gen six, basically past it was introduced was rough. <laughs> yeah, but, but getting into uh, what I was talking about earlier, the old games, Pokemon one and two. Are a mess when it comes to balancing. They, they do not balance their account as well at all. Right? I, I, re- I remember Gen um, 3. Right? Mm-hmm. Where you literally go through. I think. Three fourths of that game. Unimpeded. If you pick Torchic. Yeah. Because. Um, it, the first gym is a rock, rock. gym but yeah. it doesn't matter cuz torture gets what involves a combuskin gets double kick. Yeah. So you just sweep that gym and then you you are unchallenged with a tor- uh, with a combuskin/blaze again throughout the rest of the game until you hit like a water gym. Yeah. Right. Which how did genshin have a water gym? I think they only had the ice gym at the end. Oh, I don't think they had a water gym. Holy shit. Wait. It was
1: rock fighting electric. Flying.
0: Ice. That was the last one. Psychic. Fire. Psychic normal. Normal. Yeah, like no, Norman. you are you are unchallenged to like um to the last gym. Which is a technically an ice gym, but it's water Pokemon. Come on. Yeah. So you are if you pick Torchic, you are unchallenged to um uh, to fucking the final gym. But you pick someone like let's say Septile, right? You have instant trouble when you hit the um when you hit the fire gym. Because around that area, sure there are rock Pokemon, but there are way more bug Pokemon and you're near a volcano. So you're also dealing with fire Pokemon. And there's also lots of flying Pokemon around there and poison Pokemon. Cause he's dealing with uh, a a I a I forgot the fucking Cobra. Sur S- Survivor? I I'm, I'm not sure if it was Survivor or not. Probably Survivor.
1: But like There was Zangoose. Yeah and viper.
0: yeah it was probably viper. it's just depending on the game D- depending. With, so yeah
1: yeah depending on which game you yeah. had
0: and the only time you're you get decent like matchups is when you're surfing right yeah but the rest of the time you're dealing with stuff that are actively trying to kill you
1: yeah that's why nobody picked <laughs> that's why nobody picked trico mm-hmm. everyone picked Torchic or they picked mudkip yeah
0: so like So like, Would you find in the first gym But not the rest of the gym But Sceptile
1: was so cool it, it is cool All of those Pokemon Had really really cool mm. Evolutions Com- Like Blaziken is super awesome You know Sceptile is super cool looking mm. And you know And you know You like Munkips. And Swampert is like Swampert's so cool <laughs> And he gets even cooler When he's buff
0: When he gets swole. <gasps> But like, but I'm saying that's like one example. And like, Gen three was probably one of the more balanced games out of the first four gens. Yeah, I can I can say that with like most confidence. Like Gen one was like easily the most unbalanced. Gen three was probably one of the more balanced. The only other competitor is Gen four, but Gen four has own myriad of issues when it first came out. So like. For for me, like, the games only get better most of the time. I think the only, like, dip you can argue is Gen 6, hmm. right? Like, the, the issue with a lot of the, the people's nostalgia of the first four games is that, like, they deal with a lot of the... The issues with it Mm -hmm. Right Like the unbalanced The bad matchups you get Like That's all at once And then like Dealing with Like Slow progress And like Major HM blocks Or like Just poor programming in general And then when they reach Something like Gen 5 Where it's a lot more streamlined And especially When you hit Gen 6 Which is super streamlined That they were like Oh this is just an easy Important game right but i don't think that's the case i think it's just they fixed the games. in <laughs> mm. my opinion i think gen 5 is probably the best 2d game easily it has the most content um, it ha- you can get most of the pokemon really easily the story's pretty good the story is pretty solid black and white 2 has so much shit in it it's great i i love i love gen 5 it was my um return to the competitive scene so I love playing Gen 5. Yeah, so, is
1: Gen 5 your favorite? If you could pick, let's say pick top three. Top three? Top three, because I have a top one, which is obvious.
0: Right, if, if I say top three, I'm including the latest iteration of the games, right? Yes. So, if I'm saying, Gen, if I'm saying Gen 1, then I'm talking about Fire, Red, and Leaf Green. Y- yes. Because people will argue Fire, Red, and Leaf Green is Gen 3. What? Because it came out during that time. It came out between... Yeah, Ruby okay.
1: No, it's Gen 1.
0: Okay. Just making sure.
1: If you're really going to say that, then you could also say that Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee is the definitive edition of Gen, of Gen 1. Because it's still it's still Gen 1,
0: mm. you know?
1: Wait, then I would say... It's, oh, it's a definitive yellow edition. Yeah. There you go.
0: I would say my top three um, from... But number three would probably be Ultra Sun the Moon. Yeah. Hmm. No. It, it would either have to be Ultra Sun the Moon or Hard Gold Soul Silver. It has to be one of those two. Uh, Ultra Sun on the Moon, just because I do think that game is like, really solid to play. It's really fun to play. But Hard uh, Gold and Soul Silver just has like more story content. It's just... It's not as fun to play, honestly. I don't have fun playing... Fargo and so, uh, soul silver, uh Most of the time I, I, I play it And then it's like Things are just happening Right And you're just moving Town to town So it's like And then you beat You beat whatever gym So it feels very similar To like gym 1 and 2 Where you just go To a place And you just do a thing But like it, In Order on the Moon you, you have definite goals All the way through So it, it really It really helps Push you to play the game um, my second favorite would probably be Unova, so Gen um Black and White, and Black and White two. Um, most because the competitive scene in Black and White two is so fun. <laughs> it's the weather wars and playing doubles in that game is so incredibly fun. Like, uh, I know like I'm losing a lot of people when I talk about the competitive side of Pokemon, but the the team building that goes into playing doubles in that game is kind of insane. To the point where, like, him on top was a meta choice in doubles.
1: I remember that.
0: Yeah. And, like, that's when that's when Wimsicott was at its prime. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you really had to think about what role each Pokemon had in his team. So, like, I really like playing that. I think, and I think the best gen right now is Oras. Um, I think easily it's Oros. It has probably the best main game content. And like... The meta is still pretty damn solid. And... um, It has a lot of fun legendaries in the game. Uh, It gives you a lot of shit to do. The... I think the characters are just more... Interesting than... Most of the other games. I think the only characters that can rival it is... Like... Certain characters in Sun and Moon and certain characters from 5. But I think they. Oras refleshed out all the characters in Gen 3. But yeah, those are my top 3. And I think the worst gen is Gen 1. Fight me.
4: <laughs> okay.
1: I think. My number one is Oros. Mm-hmm. That's a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, that's no-brainer for you. For me.
1: Yeah. I love Gen 3. Gen 3 is my favorite.
0: Um, yeah. Gen 3 was your favorite before Oros came out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gen 3 is my favorite, favorite. And then mm-hmm. I think it really just expanded on the things that I loved mm-hmm. about, um, you know, the original games. However, if I have to make... Um, I do want to... There there were some things that I didn't like mm. about Oros, which for me was a really big deal, the secret bases, mm. which were really fun in the, um, in the original games, but in Oros were really boring and sucked. Mm. Um, and that's a shame because they were really awesome and to customize your secret bases was really cool. Mm. Um, and to get, like, go to the...
0: Secret bases in Gen Gen Four was super fun.
1: I didn't think they were fun at all.
0: I thought they were super fun. I, I like running th- around with everyone.
1: I didn't like it. I thought it was boring, <laughs> M- mostly because it's all underground. Yeah. And before it was in trees. In trees, it was anywhere, anywhere, and everywhere. And you could have your base where wherever you wanted.
0: Sort of. It's like locations.
1: <laughs> you know, but you could have it in the desert. Mm-hmm. You could have it like in the, tree, in in the, the trees like on top of a waterfall Mm. in a bush like and you had to use the a certain bike to get to it Mm. that's where i had my secret base and i think that's where most people had their secret bases right but i think like taking away like your choice Mm. um and then just picking a hole Mm. underground to have your base sucked Mm. i i hated it um
0: I think it's probably the one to play, though. I think picking the one to design, like Gen 3, the original, is probably the most fun. But picking the one to play, I think Gen 4 is probably the best one.
1: For the secret bases? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because they actually gave you something to do.
0: Yeah. They gave you something to do. They have more items to design your base with, so you can actually do like fun games with it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, But I think there was something really fun and cool Mm. about owning a secret base. Okay, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. So my number two is probably going to be, for me personally, it's got to (laughs) be, I'm looking at my games, (laughs) it's probably, it's probably, I don't know, I really like things about Gen 1. I really like it. Mm. You're just you're just hating right now. There's a lot to like about Gen
0: 1. Yeah, there's also a lot to not like.
1: That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But I think the rival for Gen 1 is the best. Yeah. Is the best. He's the best. Gary, blue, whatever you want to call him. Mm. Green. I don't know. No, he's not green. He's green in Japan. Oh, he's green in Japan. I believe so. No, but I thought oh no her name is leaf yeah anyway i just i think he's the best rival mm. but i think gen one is definitely like number three right because it's not that good
0: it's it's a mess of a game when you really break yeah. it down
1: but there's something like really awesome about gary eh, actually maybe i won't even put
0: it on the list okay.
1: but there's really something that that's that's awesome about having a rival mm. a rival an that effective ha- rival yeah
0: let's establish that a
1: rival who's always ahead of you you know who's al- he's always one step ahead of you mm. you know which is awesome <laughs> i like that and he's mean to you yeah. he hates you
0: we don't get a rival like that again ever yeah yeah
1: we always have your next door neighbor your who's friend. a friend you know Who's a cool guy? And
0: then you get gen three, we're like, hello, sickly boy. <laughs> oh. Well, you
1: had technically you had two rivals. Mm-hmm. You had Wally and you had um Me slash Brandon. Brandon, yeah. Go oh, Wally, sickly boy. <laughs> uh, so I wanna have those two two honorable mentions, which is Gen 1, mm-hmm. which I think was very effective in his rival, mm-hmm. and then Gen two, mm-hmm. the original Crystal.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just saying Crystal in general, Mm. because it was the first Pokemon game to have a female character Mm -hmm. as like a playable female character. Mm -hmm. Not if we're not including like any,
0: you know, weird side games.
1: Yeah, or whatever.
0: Mm.
1: But it was like the first like playable female character. For Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, was a big deal.
4: Yeah.
1: Right? Because before, it was just like, you know, you only could play as a guy. And sometimes I didn't want to play as a guy. Sometimes I just wanted to play as my own gender. Mm-hmm. So, um, that was really important to me. But I think in... So, number one is Oros. Number two is probably... Uh, Unova. Because Unova had a really good story.
0: Oh my god, Unova's so good.
1: <laughs> Unova's really good. And the music's pretty good in Unova.
0: Unova is the best 2D game. Just, if you're a sucker for just 2D games, you don't like how the 3D works, just play black and white too.
1: Unova's pretty good. It's pretty solid. Pokemon aren't so good in Unova.
0: Yeah. It doesn't really get fleshed out until, like, you beat the game. It- in one, but Black and White 2, they fixed that instantly, though. So. You have a lot more Pokemon to go around with. Yeah.
1: Black and White 2 is the one to play. Yeah. And then I think for me, it would be Heart Gold and Soul Silver.
0: Hmm. You're not divisive like me, where I'm saying, like, oh, I can put Ultra Moon in there.
1: No. I don't really like uh, Sun and Moon. Hmm. I think it's just too. <laughs> it's. <sighs> It's too baby. <laughs> I mean, it's a Pokemon game and that's cool. But sometimes I just like the simplicity of like having a rival character that hates you. And the second, actually, there was another one because. What's his um, name? two. Yeah. Yeah. What's his, what's his name? His name is, is just escaping me right now, but, mm. um, he's your rival mm. and he hates you.
0: I don't know. He's not even directly trying to fight you though, which is the thing I don't like about him. He's just
1: doing his own thing,
0: and you just happen to get in the ways Yeah, of as well. That's the thing I don't like. About like him he's
1: not—he's cool. not good as Gary, mm. but he still doesn't like you. Yeah, and I like that. Just kind of like uh, like Gladian or whatever. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like you either. Mm-hmm. But then there's How,
0: mm-hmm. Who's supposed to be your rival. Who's
1: supposed to be your rival. And I'm not a big fan of How. A lot of people like How, And I like How, as a friend. But as a rival, I don't think he's a very good rival. I think Gladian's like a way better rival.
0: He's not even really a rival.
1: Yeah, and he's not even really like... N- you know, he kind of just shows up and then you battle him and he's like, I lost... <laughs> it wasn't even like we didn't battle him throughout the game or it was like we battled him throughout. <sighs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, it's Oros. It's uh, gen five, gen five, And then it's heart gold, soul silver. Mm. Cause there's a lot of good things about Johto. There was really good stuff that was added in. There was the phone calls, even though people didn't like them. I like the phone calls and your mom stealing your money to buy things you didn't need.
0: Oh, for me, the only thing good about Gen Two is the main game. I don't think anything they added was significant, and I don't think anything like, you know, gameplay wise was significant.
1: I think there was some really cool stuff in there. I think the adding the original soundtrack was really cool. I think Companion adding a- Pokemon. Yeah, I think adding the sprites in there was really awesome. The companion Pokemon that you could talk to them.
0: But here's, here's the thing. Other than the companion Pokemon, it's like, you know who else, you know, what other game does the, the songs better and the sprites better? Unova. <laughs> Unova does all the songs better because for those who don't know, Black and White 2 puts in all the old songs in the Battle Tower whenever you fight another trainer from the other regions.
1: Yeah, and I know.
0: Which as shit. They're
1: really them. good. They're really good. I, and then, I agree.
0: And, and all the sprites are just way better in Nova. They're so good in Nova. I don't know what to say, but... Yeah, uh, but... this is me. Uh, for for me, like, I like Gen 2 a lot, right? But I don't... I don't think it's as remarkable as everyone thinks it is. Other than having a previous Gen in his base game, which I feel like a lot of the other... Game should do i think other than that which is significant. don't get me wrong um it it doesn't do anything remarkable for me
1: for me it's the experience that i want to have mm. and that's what's important to me because i want it to feel like a journey and to me it never feels like that anymore and i don't know if it's just mm. nostalgia for me mm. but like or or what, you know? But, like, I feel like I finally, like, it's it's like an actual journey. Although, I feel that way in Oros, right? In Oras, it feels like a journey. In in most of the games, once you reach the Elite Four and you win, it's like the journey's over, right? But, like... Yeah, yes. But I feel like once you've, like, beat, like... The original, the the Elite Four in, um, uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. There's mm-hmm. still more to do, which I I kind of dig it, kind of dig that. Like your journey's not quite over just yet, and I I like that, and I like how you get to like, kind of like, have these companion Pokemon, which to me, is the experience that I want. It's the experience that I've always wanted, since Yellow. <laughs> It's the one thing that I wanted, and I was given it, and it was awesome, and I had like the experience with my Pokemon that I always wanted. So, we're just looking for two different things. I feel like, you yeah, know,
0: like I said, I think the two things you like are like the only two things I think Gen Two does remarkably, which is having the base game is a lot more than other base games, just by the fact it has another region in it and a companion Pokemon. I just don't think everything else it does is just done better in other gens. That's just me. In particular, in Gen 5, that's, you know, again, me.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, what you focus on is not what I really care about, Yeah. right? I think the music is fine in Gen 2. When it was remastered, I thought that was fine. Yeah. I thought it was just as good as the original. And if you didn't like it, they put... They have the original soundtrack in there. So if you didn't like it, you could just listen to the original. They had, like... I thought the sprites were fine. I thought that, like... I thought adding in, like... I don't know. there was just, like... It didn't touch a lot of stuff, right? Which is fine for me, because I liked Gen 2 the way it was.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Oh! I'm I'm just not that big of a fan of Gen Two. Uh, that's just like I said that, that, that I, like I've been saying that is just me. But G- Gen Two, it just it doesn't do enough for me. I think like when it came out, you no, know, when fucking so uh like Silver Gold and Crystal came out, like it was a remarkable improvement from Gen One. It was an incredible improvement for Gen 1.
1: It was awesome. It had night and day system.
0: It had night and day. It had an extra region in it. Yeah. It has a bunch of new Pokemons. Like, it was a remarkable improvement. But uh, it's just that when Soul Silver and Hardcore came out, it didn't do enough for me. I think Gen 5 is what, like, it did enough for me. Gen 5 did enough for me. I don't think Gen Two did enough for me.
1: Okay, well, we'll agree to disagree. Yeah, but you know, yeah. it's just like I think, I still think that my my experience—I don't know—I think my experience might be clouded with nostalgia. I might be wearing, you know, rose colored glasses. You know,
0: you can play again. I didn't. I didn't know some of the huge problems with Gen One, Two, and Three until I actually started playing again. Like. Old school, right? Uh, like playing through Gen One. I'm like, wow these, the amount of self destruct Pokemon you have to deal with all of a sudden in the beginning of Gen One is kind of annoying. Mm. Um, going- I was.
1: I don't know. I was replaying Gen One, and I still liked it. There was still a lot of stuff to like about Gen One. I oh, mean, yeah. I replayed it recently, like within the last year.
0: No, yeah, like same. So well, I'm, I'm talking about like, red, yellow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay,
0: just making sure. <laughs> I'm. I'm making sure you're not talking about like fire red leaf green. No, yeah.
1: like, <laughs> I actually don't enjoy fire red and leaf green as really? much. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, cause like for me, it won't like it doesn't feel like your Pokemon matters that much. If it feels like one Pokemon matters. It doesn't feel like your team of Pokemon matters.
1: I suppose so. I mean, I
0: don't know. We got, okay, he, cause, man we are already sticking on this po- uh, po- on this topic um thanks a lot pk because <laughs> the thing with like gen gen one is that if you have very certain Pokemon like, especially if you have like a needle king or needle queen you you pretty much beat the entire game with just that needle king such queen if you have like gang uh, or ghastly you, you're good for like almost the entire game an Abra, you're good for almost the entire game. Like you, you just catch like maybe one of any of those Pokemon that are listed, you're fine, you're good. You, you don't catch Dragonite to like way down the line, so I'm not gonna count that. But all those all those Pokemon that I just named, you get them pretty early on. You know what I mean?
1: I'm I just think that the way that we play Pokemon is very different. And I don't think that me explaining it to you will make you understand i don't think you'll get it i don't know because i'm not playing it with that in mind not not really i don't know does that make sense like i'm not playing it because i'm thinking of that stuff i'm thinking i'm not really thinking about that no because
0: for me like it's not just about, like, strong Pokemon. Like, you can... There's a group of, like, 20 Pokemon that just severely outclass like, every other Pokemon in the game. I, I, I can't name them off the top of my head, but, like, significant ones would be, like, Starmie. Right? Or um the ones I just named. Snorlax. Um, uh, Gyarados. Right? There's just, just those handful of Pokemon. And if you catch one of those Pokemon, it kind of invalidates the rest of your team. Okay. Where if you just catch any one of those, like, mid-tier to, like, high-tier Pokemon... Um, any other Pokemon you have in your party, it kind of just does not matter. Your, your Pikachu does not matter anymore. That, that Pidgey that you caught earlier on in the game does not matter. The, the fucking Your top percentage of Radicates does not matter.
1: I mean, you could say the same thing about... Well, you said the same thing about, you know, like, when you have a Torch Egg.
0: No, but that's or- my point. Like, that, that's my point about the first four gens of the game where the game balance kind of fucks up. So and does that, that
1: ruin the, the game for you?
0: It doesn't ruin the game, but it's so significant in Gen 1, 2, and 3 that it's... it kind of devalues the rest of your Pokemon team. Like, I can at least say when I first played in Hoenn that at least my, my Blaziken cannot carry me through the Elite Four. Right? I cannot say that about gen 1 and 2. I cannot say that, like, oh my needle queen can carry me, uh, cannot carry me through the leaf 4. It totally can. It easily can. My Alakazam can easily carry me through the Leaf 4. So, like, and it, and it's the same with Gen 2. Like, literally, kind of those exact Pokemons, uh, especially Alakazam, still can carry you exactly through the Leaf 4 just fine. But my Blaziken. By the time I reach the Elite 4 alone without, no extreme grinding, my blades uh, cannot carry me through the Elite 4. My team matters at that point, right? And that's the whole point of having building up your team throughout the game. Yes, your blades can carry you through most of the game, but when the true test of your skill comes up, the Elite 4, it can't do that for you. That's when the rest of your team matters. Speaking of Pokemon... (laughs) We watched Detective Pikachu, right? Yes, yes. So, do you want to do spoiler-free and then go into spoilers, or?
1: Yeah, probably because uh, maybe people haven't seen it yet.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you do you want to explain it or should I explain it?
1: Um, I can explain part of. It. Yeah, I can explain it.
0: Or, wait, we should go into like what's good about the movie first, and what's bad, and then our. Okay. Rating, I guess. I, I
1: feel like if you I th- I feel like the the name of the movie kind of speaks for itself.
0: Detective P- De- I disagree. Cuz there's nothing detective about it. Okay. There's no real mystery to it.
1: But I mean, if you didn't really know anything about it, you're like, "Oh, it must be about like
0: Pikachu and Pikachu detective." And d- detective. I, I guess. guess so. I don't know. Um I want to get this out of the way. I did not like the movie. <laughs> mm. I I think the movie is not not good, even by kid movie standards. Like it's not good. Like if I was rating it as like an actual, I was skip to my rating. I guess if I'm rating it as like a movie, it gets like a two or three out of ten. If i rating it as a kid movie, it'll get like a three or four out of ten. Like it's it's still not good. I don't know, what do you think? I just thought it was just
1: so boring.
0: It is a surprisingly boring film.
1: It's so boring. For something that has, like, a premise with a talking Pikachu...
0: That's also a detective. Yeah,
1: that's also a detective. The In the world of Pokemon. Who is also Ryan Reynolds. Yeah.
0: It's a pretty boring movie.
1: Surprisingly really boring. Um, like, the city is kind of boring. I like the... Uh, th- this is something that I really like about the movie, is that they really... Because it's made by the Pokemon company i guess mm. there's a lot of pokemon stuff in there which i really think is kind of cool like the ads are pokemon i mean that's
0: true but it feels very surface level in this movie
1: i mean i'm just saying yeah. that th- that's something that i like mm. is that that it's not just like a city where pokemon stuff is happening yeah and there's like no it's not like it's happening in New York City. And they so happen
0: to be Pokemon. And there's
1: so yeah. It's like this is a Pokemon city city, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Um, and the fact that there's so many Pokemon from so many different generations, I thought that was pretty interesting too.
0: Yeah, it was very interesting that they didn't stick with just Gen One. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. They they actually went out of the way to do a bunch of Pokemon mm-hmm. instead of just Gen One Pokemon. Yeah. They did it all Gen One, Gen Five. But I Gen. thought but seven.
1: But most of the Pokemon that were featured were Gen 1. Because they were the most recognizable.
0: Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I would say... Yeah, most. It's definitely most with Gen 1.
1: Yeah, but Gen like, 1 and Gen 2. Because Snubbull was
0: yeah. there. Well, yeah, I mean, Greninja is Gen 5. Oh, yeah, that's true. The, Torterra the, is, is... Gen 4. Yeah. The uh, the mushroom, what are they called? The glowing mushroom things. Morlul. Morlul. That's Gen... Gen six. six. Yeah. That's Gen Six. Was there any Gen 7 Pokemon? I'm not sure.
1: No, there was um there was um 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 Oh my god. I can't I'm blanking. Um It's the fairy one, the fairy type that looks like a lay.
0: Oh, the the flower one. Yeah. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Was that Gen oh that is Gen 7. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that was in um, later on in the movie. Yeah.
0: So there there is like every gen of Pokemon in there. Like, yes, Gen 1 is most recognizable, but I can understand that, you know, just because it's everyone knows Gen 1. hmm. Right. You know, you, you heard me shit on Gen 1 so much, but like it is the most recognizable gen.
1: Yeah. That was cool that they put Greninja in there, though.
0: That it was actually kind of like a main focus in the movie at one point.
1: Yeah. I, I really dig Greninja. Maybe because mm-hmm. it was so popular in Japan.
0: Is hmm? it smash? Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a. I can't recommend this movie though. Like it's it's just not like it's really boring. Even like the main villain, nothing in the movie stands out. The main villain's boring. The all the action, quote unquote, is boring. Right. I think the most interesting part that happened is whenever. I think the most exciting the film got is when. Isn't a traitor. So I feel fine saying this. Is when Pikachu fights Charizard, mm. right? The entire Charizard sequence, I think, is the most exciting the movie ever got.
1: Mm, yeah, I guess so. I mean, do you think there's another moment, um, like later on in the movie, with the Torteras? I guess so. I mean, that was something was happening, and it was actiony.
0: Yeah. That part of the movie I was getting like Sleepy though Cause it was just There, was a, there really was just nothing happening For a while mm-hmm. And then that part happened And then it was like um, I'm barely I'm barely focusing On what's happening Cause like it, That part wasn't even Important really Which was the issue Like it's not like It ever comes back it, There's lots of Drop plot points in this movie by the way Right mm-hmm. Like I'll probably Get into it In our spoiler part Of the of the movie But um I think I think my main issue with this movie is not only is it like boring, but I think it should have been more like a like a mystery movie with the title like Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. They should have leaned more into the detective part, have it, like an actual like really simple mystery that kids can follow. Yeah, because there is none of that in this movie. Like yeah, there's a mystery, but like they don't give you the clues nor figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right, it's just it's just happening yeah is there anything else because there's very little i want to say about this movie non-spoiler wise what about you
1: i think um i don't really have anything to say in terms of like non-spoiler stuff but like i think if you have the option like if you really want to see this movie i would say wait to see it on netflix on netflix yeah exactly i would wait till it comes out on like Prime or Netflix. or Netflix Hulu Yeah Hulu whatever Don't spend your money To see this movie In theaters In theaters Because it's just not worth it And you could just go If you really want to get The Pokemon
0: cards like, You could do the thing I said Yeah to do. you can do
1: the thing That Kevin said to do Which was So
0: I do not endorse Doing this 100% Yeah But you totally can Because I I was very close to doing it You could totally Go in the theater buy your tickets get the packs and go to the movie like 30 minutes early and then like when in about 20 minutes later just go back and refund your tickets it's not like you don't ask for the packs back
2: yeah
0: right just refund your tickets you spend no money you got your packs you can do that with any like franchise that actually has like swag mm-hmm. so packs of cards like the Yu-Gi-Oh movie or pokemon movie you can do that with like posters. If you like go to Avengers Eye game, you want to get a poster, but you don't want to watch, watch the, movie, the movie. I guess.
1: <laughs> I guess if you wanted to sell it online or something, uh,
0: those things are practically worthless, though. I don't know, but yeah, you could do that with any swag like that they give out for um, movies, because m- most movie theaters will allow refunds. There's very few that doesn't, and most of the time, the few that doesn't are like. Small theaters, small mm-hmm. like really local theaters, but most Cinemark, definitely AMC's, they offer refunds. Um, but into our spoiler portion.
1: Oh, I never gave it my. Like, oh, what's your rating? Rating
0: is it harsher than me?
1: No, I yeah. I would give it like a four. A four. Yeah. So anyway, let's get on to the,
0: the spoilers. So spoiler if you section. want to skip spoilers, I. Don't know. We're gonna have another topic later on. Uh, so, yeah, so, if you want to skip spoilers, I think you could just, I guess, close the podcast here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leave. I guess. Mm-hmm. No, um, because the only thing you'll be missing is us talk about the rest of the movie and then our closing out things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll explain it later on. But there might not be a podcast next week. Like we, we did just miss a week mm-hmm. because Sarah had finals and we're working on stuff, mm-hmm. and it just, it just didn't end up uh, be uploaded last week but next week we might not have a podcast because we're going to convention so
1: oh yeah we'll be at fanime
0: yeah so that's a maybe we might still have it if we decide to like record ahead of time mm-hmm. but maybe we won't have a podcast next
1: if week. we have any anybody who wants to come and hit us up
0: they don't have our contact what are you talking about
1: no, i mean if you see us i guess they don't even know who we look like oh well
0: Hey, you two! You look very similar to that hey, one you podcast. Sa- you
1: sound like those one podcast people,
0: and those you look like those drawings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I just realized that it would be pretty hard. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so if you're not interested in the spoilers, well, then you can close the podcast here. Yeah.
1: Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks
0: for listening. By the way, I appreciate any watch time we get
1: on our pokey pokey podcast. <laughs>
0: So, spoilers
1: Okay Get into the real meat Real meat Okay
0: Um I could have said this During the non-spoilers But I really want to get Into specific examples though Mm-hmm The Pokemon look really weird In this movie They look really bad <laughs> They look pretty bad Like we started out Talking about this The only Pokemon That look good Are small Pokemon Right Yeah So Trico looks fine Pancham Pancham uh, Pikachu
1: All the ones that look cute
0: Mm-hmm Look good, yeah. They, they look fine, like they look bubble sore, more lol. Yeah, I think the only big one that looks good is Golurk.
1: Oh, yeah, Go-Lurk. The, the
0: big ghost steel Pokemon. I thought
1: Machamp looked pretty good, he
0: looked all right. Just don't look at it in the face,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Golurk but, good, yeah. Golurk looked pretty good, though, yeah. Go look pretty good because it's very simple, right? Mm-hmm. You want a simple gen 5 design that looks pretty decent? Golurk, like that entire. Uh, evolution line looks like an honest to god pokemon Mm -hmm. but anyways um but anything slightly bigger it starts looking weird Psyduck looked weird Greninja looked weird I thought Gyarados looked okay (sighs) I guess Here, here's my issue with a lot of the the pokemon that's based off animals right in the movie is that they don't look like pokemon because they're super realistic Mm -hmm. right so, by default, they're not really going to look like Pokemon.
1: Oh my god, like Magikarp looked kind of nasty. Like, yeah. I felt
0: kind of bad for it when it... But here's like... the thing. if you, When they try to base off the animal, yeah. they don't really look like animals either.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: Magikarp looked weird, but Gyarados looked really weird for me because it didn't look like any kind of animal. It looked weird, slimy, like... And the textures just look weird. Like, you wouldn't want to touch it
1: at mm. all,
0: right? And that I don't really think that when I think Gyarados... I guess so, yeah. It's just the the texturing for a lot of the Pokemon, they look like they all have this like layer of Vaseline on yeah,
1: them. Yeah, they're like kind of like slimy looking. Yeah. Like Lickitung looked Lickitung really,
0: looked, uh, he looked really bad. Lickitung looked weird. Like he's, Mr. Mime looked creepy, but I think like most people think Mr. Mime looked creepy anyways.
1: Yeah. And I thought Mr. Mime was probably
0: the most faithful
1: yeah the most faithful and Other than pikachu, pretty yeah. funny i don't Other know than
0: pikachu it looked like the most faithful of everything
1: yeah i i i didn't i thought i wouldn't oh enjoy God. mr mime on screen but mm-hmm. i thought he was pretty okay like his scene with mm-hmm. with pikachu and main guy was pretty was it, pretty that, that entertaining was kind of,
0: like if most of the movie had that yeah. level of humor i thought it would have been a fine kids movie honestly yeah because it's like, kind of funny because it, it, i really like that specific scene because mm-hmm. it really shows how like the main character tim mm-hmm. um has like detective qualities about him yeah right because mm-hmm. he does not he doesn't just interrogate mr mime he plays along with mr mime which is like that's clever that's smart <laughs> that's something that like only his character will kind of think about which i thought was really cool right yeah <laughs> Like i like, I kind of appreciate that scene because he he plays along with Mr. Mime. I thought like the jokes were kind of funny when he was like pouring gas yeah. On
1: him. <laughs> I just like to see mr. M- mr. Mime's face was pretty funny.
0: he, he dropped the can- yeah the match, but yeah, uh, like I like that scene. I think that was probably one of the best scenes in the movie, mm-hmm. Uh, which is unfortunate because nothing else was like that great.
1: Yeah, nothing else was that
0: funny. Yeah. I don't know. And, and, like, the main character doesn't really have that many, like, detective qualities about him. hmm Like, they, he doesn't really figure things out, really. Things just happen. Yeah. Like, like, the only thing I think he figures out is, like, his dad's informant was a Pokemon. And that scene with Mr. Mime, that's it. He kind of figures out everything else, like, kind of late. Like, it already kind of happened when he figured it out.
1: Yeah, I... Yeah, I guess so. Well, cuz most of the stuff he got was from his and his other the other main character.
0: The lady. The yeah, the girl. I we I don't remember her name. I don't know either. The, the names are so hard to remember in this movie. Except except for Tim. They they say his name like three times. You forgot his name when we left the movie. Oh yeah. I remember his name. I don't know how I managed to do that. But you forgot his name when we left the movie. That's true. Like I didn't forget like, I remember Tim, and that's it. I don't remember the girl's name. At I don't all. remember the girl's name. I don't remember the main villain. I don't remember the son. I don't remember anyone else.
1: <laughs> I thought Psyduck looked really weird. Psyduck look,
0: looked furry. I never thought yeah. like Psyduck would look furry.
1: I never really imagined him to look, yeah, oh, fuzzy.
0: I think the worst looking Pokemon, though, was easily the Gengar. And a Charizard.
1: Oof, that Gengar was pretty bad. Like, it was amazing how how bad Gengar looked. Like I
0: was watching YMS's review mm-hmm. of Detective Pikachu and I wholeheartedly agree with him that Gengar looked awful.
1: Gengar looks so scary. Which he is a ghost Pokemon. And he's
0: supposed to be scary, but he looked bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He but, looked But Charizard was like a surprisingly bad looking Pokemon. Yeah. I didn't think Charizard would look that bad. Every time he got close to Charizard, it was like, ugh.
1: ew you know what
0: these like weird wrinkles on him i'm like why
1: uh another pokemon that i thought looked which another pokemon that i thought looked weird Mm. or didn't make sense to me um was ditto
0: Mm -hmm. which you think is not hard to like make
1: yeah, it wasn't Ditto when it was in its original form. It was Ditto when it was transformed. Yeah, because it didn't make sense to me. Because it kept the eyes. Yeah, it kept the eyes, which means it's an imperfect
0: Ditto. Ditto. Yeah, because if anybody watches the show, whenever a Ditto transforms to another Pokemon, it's always a perfect transformation. They don't have like the weird dot eyes. People Do only remember that. I think it was so weird. Yeah, it- people only remember that because of that one episode in Gen One where. Duplica. Duplica. And it was just an imperfect Ditto.
1: Yeah. And the whole point of the episode was that her Ditto could transform into a perfect... It was like just a perfect transformation of the other Pokemon. Which I think is like a cool... Like if it was supposed to be a reference, mm-hmm. an interesting reference, yeah. but also doesn't make sense.
0: Y- did you mean imperfect? Because you kept saying perfect transformation.
1: No, but that's what Duplica was trying to teach her Ditto, to do a perfect... Transformation. Okay. Because you were
0: saying, like, her, the whole point of her ditto was to turn into a perfect one. I'm like, no, the whole point of her ditto that's that that it was imperfect.
1: I mean, yeah, it was imperfect, but she was training it to be Be. like so it could have a perfect transformation.
0: Yeah. And Duplica's ditto was a unique case in the entire show. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: her ditto was like the only one that would keep its eyes. Yeah so so it was, which was and its mouth which was pretty funny
0: mm-hmm. and it looked weird in real life
1: <laughs> it looked really creepy in life actually looks very weird it looked very coralline mm-hmm. very very unnerving i did not like it what
0: else is there the main villain was very obvious yeah. Like they try to do a bane switch, but I'm like, that's not happening. <laughs>
1: I'm like, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the old guy.
0: Yeah, like you have an old CEO dude in your movie. It's Who's gonna be sick. The, yeah, it's gonna be the villain. Yeah. Come on, guys. Come on. They try to play they try to do a bane switch and make it his son, but like we all know it wasn't gonna be him. I mean, like, what else is there to talk about this movie? There surprisingly isn't a lot to talk about this movie with. Mm. It's a very shallow movie. Very like not a lot i was telling kevin
1: in the beginning that or kevin and one of the friends that we went with Mm -hmm. um i was like oh if they play you know the theme or if they play the original theme Mm -hmm. so like you know the one for the show Mm -hmm. or if they played just the the 8-bit version of the original pokemon Mm -hmm. intro or whatever like i would have been really emotional mm-hmm. and really happy and i mm-hmm. thought that would be a, like a really cool way to they,
0: they sort of did it start it not really do you hear it in the background at one point as it
1: yeah in the background yeah but it, they don't do it at the beginning of the movie when i thought yeah. it would be the most strong yeah place to do it especially when they're out in the field tim <laughs> yeah. and his friend and they're catching a pokemon that
0: was so funny it's like Oh, way to do subtle character development. Tim catching a Cubone. How subtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he's alone and he, he lost, his have lost his mom. mom. Oh, no. Oh, he's no. alone. Lonely. Oh, no. I very g- subtle there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get it. It's a reference. But it was just like very on the nose when you, when you actually know the Pokemon. So, okay. The whole, whole point of the movie is that Tim doesn't have a partner. Right? Yes. The whole point of the movie is that Tim doesn't have a partner and, like, he. uh, And he basically lost his dad. He finds out that he lost his dad. And it's, then,
1: it's more like he doesn't really want anything to do with Pokemon.
0: Yeah, I don't know why, though.
1: Because there's no reason why he wouldn't want to have a Pokemon. Yeah.
0: I don't know why he doesn't want a Pokemon.
1: It was. I think they implied it was because he was supposed to go. Like, I don't know what happened to he, all his other Pokemon.
0: He wanted to be a Pokemon trainer, but he decided not to.
1: He wanted to be a Pokemon trainer. He was going to be in a competition. And then oh, on that day, his mom died. Yeah. And then he stopped. He moved in with his yeah, grandma. Yeah, that's why.
0: That's why. But
1: what like, what, what happened to all of his Pokemon?
0: Released them, I guess. Oh. <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to do? Just keep in your PC? Track forever?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's how it works in the game.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's why he doesn't want to deal with Pokemon anymore. I guess in some roundabout way, yeah, that's it's never really presented that way. It was presented more that way of like why he doesn't talk to his dad anymore. Yeah, but I guess it's presented in a way that like, oh, that's why he doesn't want to be with Pokemon anymore.
1: There's a really there's supposed to be a really emotional scene between Ryan Reynolds Pikachu and, um tim i guess the main character of the movie Mm. and he's talking about his dad and how he should have spent more time with his dad yeah
0: and ryan reynolds is pretty good ryan reynolds voice acting is surprisingly good like i would never thought he would be a good voice actor but he is a pretty decent voice actor yeah
1: he was pretty good in that scene ryan reynolds at Mm. least but the guy who played tim man ryan reynolds (laughs) is
0: probably the only good like actor in the movie and he even he is not acting really he's just voice acting majority of it hmm there's only so much you can carry, like voice acting in a live-action movie, and Ryan Reynolds isn't enough. Basically,
1: he he wasn't enough to carry the movie at all. I mean, he was he was probably the best part about the movie. Easily, he's hands, easily the best. Part. Hands down, he was the best part about the movie. But that's not saying much. Yeah, because everyone else was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Like the partner like the the girl
0: character was not very good which is a shame because i i was watching an interview with uh some of the people with the cast with the cast yeah and tim the person who plays tim is an honest to god like pokemon fan (laughs) oh no way really yeah he knows his pokemon wow Mm -hmm. that is really too bad yeah (laughs)
1: because he did not do well in this movie yeah
0: (laughs) yeah like he okay, he knows most of his Pokemon because I I remember uh, I was watching a video of him, um, basically quizzing, like are these Pokemon or not, right? And he only got like I think two wrong, right? Mm-hmm. He got Stack Attacker wrong. He thought it wasn't a Pokemon. I'm not surprised you don't know it. It's one of the Ultra Beasts in Gen Seven. Oh
1: okay. Yeah. Oh, it's the wall.
0: No, it's no. a blocky dude. He it's in. It's one of the Ultra Beasts in Gen Seven that only appears in Ultra Sun and Moon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so it doesn't appear in regular Sun and Moon. It appears in Ultra Sun and Moon. Oh. Okay. Stack attacker, and he got for some reason he got Zigzagoon wrong.
1: Zigzagoon <laughs> was it drawn in a weird way?
0: No, they just said the name. Oh. Yeah, they just said the names like is a Pokemon or not. Another a fun Easter egg in that video though uh, is that they they're like is that a pokemon i'm like ah, it's a digimon <laughs> <laughs> it's the big bug digimon is it yeah for people who don't know i'm actually a bigger digimon fan than i am a pokemon fan i love pokemon don't get me wrong i just like digimon just a little bit more <laughs> sarah's over there be like mm-hmm, yeah sure mm-hmm. i like pokemon
1: way more than digimon but i didn't no, grow up fair. i didn't grow up with digimon
0: really no yeah, that, that's completely fair like digimon has not been great recently. I like I, I like the I, games. I do, I do really like Digimon. The games are really solid.
1: Yeah, I liked my favorite Digimon growing up was Gatomon. I had like a few. I had I really liked Gatomon. Mm. I liked the Agumon the entire line. The, yeah, the Agumon line. Mm. And I liked um, Lilymon. Oh yeah. And do you remember when Lilymon
0: like died? <laughs> That was like really there's, tragic. There's a lot of Pokemon that die, and like I did not expect that. You mean Digimon? Yeah, Digimon that die, and it was like I did not <clears> expect <throat> that. Like when Neomon first died, <laughs> and like, uh, was it Lizardmon and uh, Wizardmon or Sorcerermon? I forgot. But when he died in uh, Digimon 02, like that was surprising.
1: Yeah, I just Spoilers remember. was with Digimon, I guess. I just remember some like something happening a Lilymon, and I was so like
0: devastated. Mm.
1: I was like oh my god
0: if you guys ever had a chance have a chance to watch digimon again i highly suggest it watching the first three seasons of digimon is honestly you pretty really good and if you only want to watch like one season season three is standalone you don't need to watch anything else but season three of digimon is probably one of the best seasons that's me i i really like digimon if you guys can't tell but anyways um yeah like the main tim he likes pokemon right he he's honestly god like pokemon fan but like it's a shame because he, he just doesn't do that well in this film yeah and i don't know if it's just him or it's a script mm. i have a feeling it's a script because there's not a lot for him to do and when there is stuff for him to do like i said like with the mr mime scene yeah. he's good yeah right or like when he first meets the pikachu like oh that's actually a convincing performance but everything else was like that's kind of weak <laughs> Yeah. When you first meet the the police commissioner, the entire sequence with the girl and, like...
1: Oh, my God. That was really, like... I don't know if it was supposed to be cringy, but, like... So, Tim is going to his dad's apartment mm-hmm. to um just collect his dad's stuff.
0: Because they think his dad's dead.
1: Yeah. And then he, like, opens up his dad's mailbox and... At the top of the stairs, there's this girl, and she's like, I've been waiting for somebody to open that mailbox. And you can't really see her because there's like this blinding light at the top of the staircase, and she walks down. And Tim is like, Who? Who the fuck are you? Who are you? <laughs> and it's just this girl. <laughs> yeah, and then you don't know who she is. It's not like we know. Yeah.
0: Because this is know. the first time
1: She's been introduced Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm just thinking like How long have you been Standing there then? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is the girl In the With the Psyduck. Psyduck Yeah And so she's just like I've been I'm a junior Like I'm an intern for This and that And I I run a
0: blog <laughs> Yeah
1: And I'm looking for The next big scoop Do you have The next big I've been waiting Forever For, hey. for someone to Open that mailbox Give me Give me like info on this like if you know like
0: the character of like that reporter the the young reporter who hasn't proven herself yet then this is basically the character it's a common trope but if you haven't seen you haven't seen it but like uh the young reporter who hasn't proven herself that's that's his character and it's not done well
1: (laughs) it was so so bad (laughs) like
0: like i don't know what was her point in this movie
1: like if I feel like the guy that played Tim was like leagues better than the girl with the Psyduck. Yeah. Cause when she had to come down the stairs and just say like, I've been waiting forever. It's just like, who is who who are you?
0: <laughs> like uh, why <laughs> like I, I do feel bad for Tim in particular. Cause there are signs of him being like good in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. But he is it does feel like he's being held back by the script a lot. Mm. Right? Because, like, when he's into a scene, like, it, he's into it. Like, I will... That Mr. Mime scene, the the scene where he he's meeting the Pikachu for the first time, whenever he's, like, with Ryan Reynolds, right? It's, like, solid. Except for that scene where, like, he's talking about his dad. That was kind of weak. <laughs> that was pretty
1: bad. Yeah. Or when he thought Pikachu was dying. Yeah. But maybe it's because I wasn't convinced that Pikachu, Pikachu was, was dying. dying? Yeah. I was like, he's not gonna die. Come on. You still got like 30 minutes left of this movie.
0: The The entire dialogue in this movie feels pretty stiff.
1: Mm, right?
0: Yeah. There's not a lot that feels natural.
1: I feel like the only natural bits come from Ryan Reynolds.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's not saying much. Yeah.
0: You know? Like Ryan Reynolds may not carry this movie, but he carries the other actors at least, mm-hmm. right? That that's the only reason why Tim does well in some scenes is when he's with Ryan Reynolds and they both like can bounce off each other. Mm-hmm. But when that's not there, it's kind of weak. Yeah, it's, like it's pretty weak. Moving on though, um, the main villain, the CEO dude, or do you want to spoilers? It will be the CEO dude. They kind of play off like it's his son at first, like he's trying to control mm-hmm. the city, but it really is just the CEO dude. And the old plot is that they capture Mewtwo and the CEO dude is like dying, I guess. Yeah. And he wants to transport his mind into Mewtwo as a new body.
1: What I thought was kind of neat was that it was implied that this was the same Mewtwo from the first Pokemon movie.
0: Yeah, because they mentioned the Mewtwo came from Kanto like 10 years ago. Yeah. Which the first Pokemon movie was 10 years ago. No way. 1999. Oh. Yeah.
1: Are you sure it wasn't Pokemon 2000?
0: but one 2000 came out in 2000
1: oh yeah okay then yes
0: (laughs) it was the first movie
1: but yeah i thought that was a cool reference i'm like oh that's awesome the other thing i thought was kind of neat was that they had the other legendaries in there kind of Mm. like arceus Dialga, they were in the movie but But they they mentioned it yeah but they mentioned it which i thought was kind of cool Mm. they had those statues in the back yeah and there was like a Rayquaza on the wall, yeah. which I thought was kind of cool. But then they didn't know who Mewtwo is.
0: So... <laughs> well, the main character didn't know who Mewtwo was.
1: But it kind of makes sense to not know who Mewtwo is, since he wiped people's memory. Okay. So they shouldn't know who he is. Yeah. So I guess, in theory... No
0: one should know who Mewtwo yeah, is.
1: Yeah, nobody should know who Mewtwo is.
0: That's eh, it's whatever. Like, that's that's probably from a different movie. Like... Yeah. Like there's a very like oh I guess that doesn't make sense, but it's it's one of those things where like I guess he wasn't the original Mewtwo, but it's whatever, right? Mm-hmm. This is like a reference, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I kind of wish though that like Team Rocket was behind everything.
1: Yeah, because the, the they kind of serum... heavily
0: imply at one point. Yeah,
1: because it was called R. That was so the...
0: the entire point of the movie, though, half the mystery of this movie, which gets dropped kind of early on in order to come back in the end, was. There is this gas, basically, that turns Pokemon into, I guess, wild Pokemon.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of like Zootopia.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like Zootopia. I mentioned that in the movie, like, this is just a plot of Zootopia. And on the capsule where the gas is being held, it has an R on it. I was like, oh, it might be like Team Rocket.
1: There were even kids in the audience that mm-hmm. were like, oh, it's Team Rocket. Team
0: Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> but no, turns out it's yeah, not Yeah, it wasn't
1: even Team Rocket. They didn't even show up. Oh yeah it was just some R And then that's what the the little vial was called The stuff it was Mm. called R And it was extracted from Mewtwo
0: Mm. For some reason
1: So the reason was To because it makes Pokemon act like Super distressed Mm. And so if Pokemon are distressed And if people are distressed Then they can fuse them
0: No it's only Pokemon It's only Pokemon that needs to be distressed I believe because the people are fine Oh that's
1: Okay So yeah. only if the Pokemon Are really distressed Yeah Then you can fuse them
0: Using Mewtwo's power Yeah I guess
1: And then create a perfect Pokey body <laughs>
0: I guess I guess But it's like Why would you I don't It's because it's The main villain's insane And he yeah. doesn't read that He doesn't have a great motivation like, honestly, like, he won. He could have just lived his life as a Mewtwo.
1: Yeah. He could have just, like, left and just been like, I'm know. a
0: Mewtwo now.
1: Woo! Yeah.
0: But no, he had to, like, all right, everyone has to fuse a Pokemon now. I'm like, okay, now you're just being a villain. <laughs> yeah. Now you're just being an asshole. I don't know Not why. cool, man. Not cool. We didn't consent. You may, want, you may want to be a Mewtwo, but none of us want to. Come on. Like, what else is there about this movie?
1: That, that Tim didn't know that... the the ryan reynolds pikachu was ryan reynolds the whole time until the very last two minutes of the movie yeah he didn't even know that that ryan reynolds was his dad he
0: hasn't seen his dad in several years he doesn't remember what his dad's voice sounds like i guess so several years i guess it's one of those things like i I guess i you know (laughs) what's so funny though is that they hide ryan reynolds throughout the movie
1: yeah, but you obviously know it's Ryan Reynolds <laughs> No,
0: it's not even that Like, So they have flashbacks Into Tim's childhood to his dad, right? But they always hide his face Because they want it to be review at the end Right? But we don't know like, What's ge- what's going to change to show his face Right? Yeah Like, oh, we see Ryan Reynolds' face now Obviously, it's the Pikachu <laughs>
1: Yeah <laughs> Whoa, is the Pikachu
0: Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing changed. It, it would probably be... And in fact, it probably would have been like more impactful if they actually showed the face in the beginning. Because it would have been like a nice reveal at the end where it's like, oh, you haven't seen that face in so long. Mm-hmm. Right? But I, they just never show his face. Which is like, uh I don't know. This... If I, say it, if I said it once, I'll say it again. Like This movie doesn't have a lot going for it. There's not a lot to talk about this movie. Like, I bring it up only because we were talking about Pokemon earlier, but
1: there's just not a lot. I just don't really understand, um, also, like, making a made-up city Mm -hmm. instead of using a city that already exists, Mm -hmm. because... Pokemon and people already live that was a weird in, line in, in harmony that's that's what they said in the first movie and what they've said in almost every
0: movie that was a weird line to bring up because like the movie they mentioned like oh rhyme City, which is the, yeah, where the they're at, is a unique city because Pokemon and humans live in harmony without pokeballs, but it's like they already kind of do that in the games yeah we don't we don't see a in the city like we don't see a lot of like we we see a lot of pokemon outside of pokeballs most people
1: i think probably only have one or two pokemon yeah unless you're a pokemon trainer you don't really catch more than one
0: yeah it's There's like not... having
1: a pet they're how many pets do pets? you need <laughs> yeah
0: yeah and that's a good point like most people in the show and in the games only have one or two pokemon like, they don't have multiple unless they're actual trainers
1: yeah yeah, because a lot of old people they're like, oh, I'm here living with my, like, fur-frew.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or I have something. this Machamp helping me around. Yeah.
1: yeah, My Machamp is so useful. He carries big stuff for me and gets the peas on the top shelf or something.
0: <laughs> you know? That's a good point. Like, most people only do carry, like, one or two Pokemon. And they, most of the time, they live outside of Pokeballs. Yeah, so it, it's kind of a weird subject to bring up. Like, oh... Pokemon and humans live in harmony without Pokeballs. I'm like, they kind of do that already.
1: I mean, it's up to other people to like restrict your Pokemon to Pokeballs. And your Pokemon can decide whether or not they want to be in a Pokeball anyway.
0: According to the show.
1: Yeah. They don't have to be in a Pokeball if they don't want to. Yeah, Pikachu refuses to be in a Pokeball, Mm. and that's why he's not in one. Mm. And Psyduck always jumps out of his Pokeball. Yeah. So... You know?
0: Some, some sweet Pokemon trivia for you.
1: Yeah. Like, a lot of Pokemon jump out of their Pokeball. Like, um, James's, uh, Carnivine or whatever. Oh, yeah, it does. Jump- yeah, it jumps out of its Pokeball. mm A lot of people carry their Pokemon with them. Yeah. Like, um, Misty carried Togepi around.
0: Yeah. There's lots of, like, really weird, like, small things they could have done in this movie in order to make it more, I guess, faithful. <laughs> mm-hmm. This just this just bring up one thing, the the thing I always say that about whenever I complain about movies, is I usually try to bring up things like what I would do to make the movie better, mm-hmm. right? For me, what I would do to make the movie better, like I said, earlier, I will probably lean into more of the detective part, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're not gonna have a you're gonna have a Pokemon movie and not feature Pokemon battles, you have to feature something else.
1: The yeah, because Pokemon battles were like outlawed in Rhyme City.
0: Yeah. That's why, like the uh, in the scene with the Gengar and Charizard fighting each other, that's like a underground ring, basically. Yeah.
1: Which to me, I'm just like, why are you gonna take out Pokemon battles from Pokemon? Pokemon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but like for me, if it, if you're not gonna have you're not gonna feature Pokemon battles, you gotta lean into the detective part. Have like a really simple kid mystery that you can have throughout the movie, right? Yeah. And then just leave the clues there so they're able to solve it by the end.
1: I would have been... You know, instead of a Pokemon battle, I would have rather had those sh- the shows, the contests? pageants. Yeah, the co- the contests mm-hmm. instead. I don't know. I thought that would be cool. I mean, that that's
0: a weird side plot line to bring up in this movie in particular.
1: Yeah, instead of an underground ring. Mm-hmm.
0: but I mean, they're... that's also weird, but... <laughs>
1: But we could still have the Loudrids. We could still have the the
0: Charizard. I guess. Um, like, you could still bring it up, but I feel like most people prefer to have a Pokemon battle than, like, a concert. Uh, not a co- concert, a uh, contest. Pokemon contest. Like, I think that's one thing. That's the one thing I would definitely do if I was making this movie is to lean into the detective storyline better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Have a really simple mystery. Like, just stick to what happened to his dad. Yeah. Stick to just that. And everything will be fine. Because, like... The fact that they brought up like the red gas... The R... Not red. The R gas. Mm-hmm. The the Mewtwo subplot line where they're like... Oh, um, we gotta use Mewtwo in order to fuse the Pokemon together. And then we have to stop Mewtwo. The fact that they brought all that up... Kind of like... It, it makes it a more convoluted storyline than it should be. This is a kid's movie. Keep it simple. Because <laughs> think about it. Like... We had three different plot lines going on in this movie. We have Tim's dad, the Argas, and Mewtwo.
1: But Mewtwo and the Argas are kind of like the same thing. But you don't find that out until
0: like much later. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then we open it with Mewtwo. So it's like, oh, what's happened with Mewtwo? Then we find out that, uh, oh, Tim's dad's dead. Yeah. And then we find out about the gas. Yeah. Right? And then apparently, like, in order to find out how Tim's dad is dead, Gone We have to find out About the Argas And then By finding out About the Argas We find out about Mewtwo
4: mm-hmm.
0: And by finding out About Mewtwo We find out about Tim's dad Which I guess like Yeah that sort of Makes sense By like connecting All the plots together But I feel like That's too complicated For like a kid's movie I suppose so Yeah Because like The reason why I say that Is because it, it, It's not necessarily like, Too complicated For a kid's movie It's too complicated For a mystery For a kid's movie mm. Right like, if you'd be fine doing that if it was, like, a two-hour Pokemon movie that features this, right? But it kind of doesn't. Like, if, if I was writing this movie, I would only have Tim's dad go- going missing and then find out about Mewtwo. Yeah. I would take out the gas supply, supply altogether and just have Tim and this Pikachu f- trying to find out why his dad went missing mm-hmm. and by finding him out, find out that, like, oh, he was investigating this secret base thing, and they have Mewtwo captured, right? Yeah. Uh, and then they... And then by, I guess, rescuing Mewtwo or whatever, they they find out what happened to Tim's dad. Mm-hmm. But they don't do that. They add this extra plotting of the gas and then they add the, this mili- this villain motiva- motivation to fuse human and Pokemon together.
1: Which I thought was kind of unnecessary to even have it in there.
0: Yeah. I was like...
1: Why can't it just be some bad guy who wanted to capture
0: Mewtwo? Like the first movie? <laughs> yeah. Well, not even the first. I mean, but the, first, the first, movie, first movie Mewtwo was the villain. But like in in general, like why don't you have it as like any other Pokemon movie where they want to capture the legendary?
1: And Mewtwo, I thought was gonna come, was gonna leave with like a really cool line, mm. like how he did in the first movie. Yeah. Because Mewtwo had some really cool lines.
0: <laughs> he had some interesting philosophical lines. that Yeah.
1: Movie. Which we weren't really expecting from a pokemon Pokemon movie yeah yeah like let me wait i'm gonna look it up okay so here's the quote right and this is from the first pokemon movie which if you're a pokemon fan you pretty much know the quote right Mm -hmm. or you you know that it's a really good quote (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so it's it says this is what he says at the end of the movie when he's taking all the clones away Mm. to the to the promised land or whatever for clones right yeah so he says i see now that the circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant it is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are this is a kids movie (laughs) dubbed by four kids okay
0: and you have a line like that
1: (laughs) this is ridiculous and the end of the detective pikachu movie he was like see you later basically (laughs)
0: I've, I, I, I fulfilled our promise because the dad had to get the son for yeah. some reason, and then he reunites the son and dad, and he just bails. Yeah, dudes.
1: and that's it. That's it. And it's like he didn't even leave with a cool quote.
0: Like mm. just tie everything together. Another thing I would have done to to make the movie better, I would focus more on the Tim's qualities. Mm. Right, like sure him doing his detective stuff was honestly kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think it would be cool if, like, he... We focused more about him being a trainer at one point.
1: Yeah, because... He
0: was a trainer at one point. He was a trainer.
1: But the only time you get to see that is in the underground Pokemon fighting And he fighting mentioned moves, right? Yeah, he's like, oh, Pikachu should know Volt Tackle. Yeah. Or
0: whatever. Do Thunderbolt, Thunder Shock.
1: Yeah, and he's like... And Pikachu's like,
0: oh, Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been cool if he actually like talked to the the Pikachu and be like all right, here's what we have to do and they just do it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They actually have a Pokémon battle. Right? And because he's able to talk to Pikachu, they have an advantage that way. Yeah. I think that would have been cool. But they don't do that. Nope. that's one thing I wish they would have done in the movie, like have it lean towards Tim's qualities more. Because if if you don't do that, he's a very bland character. Like, he already is. Mm-hmm. He's a lonely dude, and that's all you get out of this movie. Yeah.
1: He's a cubone.
0: <laughs> like, he's a lonely, awkward dude, and that's it. He's able to talk to his Pikachu. So at the end, it, it gets revealed that the, the main villain's plan is that he wanted to transport his mind into Mewtwo. So he has a new body, right? Mm -hmm. And then he wants to release this gas into town and have them fused with the Pokemon. To
1: create like this perfect city.
0: Where everyone is a Pokemon. I guess. (laughs) It's dumb. It's such a stupid plan. (laughs) Like, okay, I get it because you're crazy. But that's stupid. Also, there's like this.
1: This secretary that works for him. That is the Ditto, right? Yeah. And is like some pink-haired, pink glove-wearing lady. <laughs> that means that he had to like look at somebody that looked like that, and then and it tra- had to
0: ditto transform. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And then like the entire ending sequence is just them stopping, uh, the Mewtwo, who's yep. also who's being brain controlled. Mm-hmm. Which uh, they do because Tim just takes off the headset that the old man's wearing to. Just connect him from Mewtwo and that's it yeah I mean there's a sequence building up to it like he has to fight off the the ditto lady chick and he gets help from the son and then the son saves him and then they rebuild re- re- the head but like that that's that what it boils down to he takes off the headset and then they win
1: yeah then everybody gets turned back
0: yeah all the Mewtwo turns everyone back and then the Mewtwo review is like oh the Pikachu that you're with he's your dad
1: and then tim is like no way yeah
0: and like he's like oh yeah the, the whole point is that he was supposed to bring his son here's like Arena reunite you two for some reason
1: mm-hmm. yeah i don't know for some they, reason they
0: don't explain why he needed the son in order to make the dad back to normal yeah he did he just did apparently yeah. for some reason and then ryan reynolds appears at the end and then they're like oh here's your ticket back home and then the son's like you mind if I stay a little bit longer? And then dad's like, yeah. Yeah, you can stay. Yeah, I, I'd i like that. I like that. And then that's it. That's the end of the movie, guys.
1: His ticket was to Lavender
0: Town. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. But there was no sign of the Lavender... Tower. Town. Yeah, tower.
0: Uh, I don't know. There's just not a lot to say about this movie. Like, I wish I was. I wish this was a better movie. at least a more interesting movie i
1: was kind of excited for it because i've been hearing good things about it like people had been really liking it Mm -hmm. um and then we saw it and i was just really disappointed yeah and i just thought i would have rather it have been bad like really really bad Mm
0: -hmm. they just boring than
1: boring yeah it was so boring yeah i don't know Yeah. There's stuff I liked about it, like the Pokemon references and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. But other Mm. than that, I mean, I just don't think it was... I don't think it was worth
0: watching. It really wasn't. Like, yeah, it it just wasn't worth watching. Because a majority of that movie is just them fucking around. I'm I'm not exaggerating when I'm saying, like, a solid hour of this movie could have been cut out. There was one
1: scene that I kind of thought was funny. Um, I mean, there was a few scenes that I thought were were kind of funny but one of them was like when pikachu was like ryan ryan reynolds pikachu was like let's go grab a coffee Mm. right and so they're at this cafe the the knock dowel cafe or whatever yeah and and he's talking to this pikachu and people are looking at him funny Mm. so he pulls out his phone and he's trying to like look like he's talking to somebody on the phone and i'm like yeah that is kind of you you, i mean you would do that right Because you're talking to a Pokemon and people don't really talk, talk to, to Pokemon. Pokemon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie. I mean, what else is there to say? Oh, I, I want to bring this up because I think it's actually kind of fascinating. The main character turns out to work in insurance, right? Mm-hmm. So Tim, he works for an insurance company. And I started thinking about him like, shit, that's like a lucrative business. <laughs> yeah. In the Pokemon universe? Cause think about like wild pokemon protection like electrical problems fire Pokemon flooding I mean surf is a common move in the world mm mm-hmm. right uh infestations like because like, bug Pokemon travel in um like like just like wasp of like uh, a bunch of bee drills that comes out yeah there's, there's, even pokemon just invasive species right mm-hmm team rocket insurance because there's criminal organizations based off pokemon mm-hmm. right so like i was thinking about like oh my god he works in insurance that's a lucrative business he probably makes a shit ton of money
1: that's why he was like i'll just quit my job and get another one yeah because he has a lot of money i guess he's just not gonna live with his grandma anymore
0: yeah i guess so we yeah. we just visit <laughs> i mean <laughs> we don't even see the grandma yeah. Yeah. Like, no, that's not even important at all.
1: I mean, you see her in a flashback.
0: I guess. I guess to close it out for the, this part, this movie's not worth watching. If you're interested, watching on Netflix. There are some cool parts, but there are way more bad parts. Way more bad parts than this movie. What about you, Sarah? None. I just. I'm just. I was just so bored with it. Mm-hmm.
1: it's just like i said before like it, i just thought it was really boring so
0: I, I honestly don't know how it's supposed to hold a kid's attention <laughs> if they weren't interested in pokemon in the first place i don't know how it's supposed to hold it i
1: feel like it's also not a very colorful movie yeah like it's very muted in its colors mm-hmm. i think the only time it's actually kind of colorful and bright is the beginning when he's catching a cubone Yeah. But then it's all in the city, right? So it's all dark and gray and gloomy, and then there's the neon lights, and it's just not very, like, exciting. It doesn't really pop. Um, Even when you're showing, you're looking around in the city, it's supposed to be, like, kind of, like, amazing that these Pokemon are just walking around, but it's, like, kind of just really dark and sad because he's walking around when his dad died, or Mm -hmm. when he thinks his dad's dead. Yeah. So... It's not, like, even a magical moment.
0: So, it's a shame, honestly.
1: Yeah. I had I had high hopes, f- sort of, for this movie. More than the Sonic movie that's going to come out.
0: That's going to be a movie.
1: But, um, yeah, I was really hoping that this movie would be good. Um, I never want a movie to be bad. And this movie, especially, I didn't want it to be bad. And, and unfortunately, it's just not... It's not good. just not that great. Um... It's not horrible, but it's not and it's not bad. It's just forgettable. Yeah. That's the that's probably the one thing that I can say about this movie. It's a very forgettable movie. Um but and it's a shame. It's really a shame. You know, as a Pokemon fan and as a movie fan and as a movie fan, it it's just really it's just really too bad.
0: Yep. You just hope for a better movie next time.
1: Yeah, I yeah. heard they're coming out with a second one. <laughs> Pikachu. Taylor. But I don't know how that would work. I was talking about it with my coworkers, right? I'm like, how would that even work?
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll do what I said. They actually lean into the detective part.
1: Yeah, but he's not a talking Pikachu anymore. I
0: guess it's not important. Okay. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, okay, so is there anything else you want to say before we close out?
1: No, I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah.
0: yeah. So like I said, there may or may not be a podcast next week.
1: Yeah, we will be at Fanime.
0: Mm-hmm. Um and if we do have a podcast next week, we definitely won't do a recap because there'll be like no comments. Yeah. <laughs> so, so
1: So we'll probably be actually maybe next week we'll probably talk about the Convention. Convention and what it's like for what it's been like for us to go to conventions.
0: Yeah. So if there is a podcast next week, or at least the podcast I've. After- uh, or at least next next week. Yeah, we we'll, we'll probably talk about conventions.
1: Yeah. So if you any if you have any questions about conventions, like anime conventions, or I guess conventions whatever, in general, or in general, yeah, um, ask ask away because we go to we've been going to conventions since
0: high school. High school. Like we, the only conventions we haven't been to around here are like the big ones, AX yeah. and Comic Con. Yeah. Which I feel like yeah. But we know enough about these conventions That we're, like, we're able to give advice about it
2: Yeah
1: So even though we haven't been to Like really big conventions We've been to Big un- enough Big enough conventions To know yeah.
0: What's and, what And we know people Who've been to like The really big conventions That we kind of Know it by osmosis But now mm-hmm. Like exactly. we, we at least know What to prep for If we ever do go to these big conventions mm-hmm. So if you have any questions About conventions um, Leave a comment
1: Yeah And that's anything Like hotels like what you can expect at a convention mm-hmm. and um um each convention is different obviously so yeah. but with that said
0: yeah uh thank you for listening uh and i very much appreciate it um like i said i feel comfortable saying this now so share this with your friends yeah we, we will share appreciate some buds. yeah we will appreciate any uh extra watch time we get Uh, We know that an hour, an hour and a half is a long commitment, but, you know, it's a podcast. You Mm -hmm. can watch us whenever.
1: It's not about, like, sharing it with, like, a lot of people. We just want, you know, a conversation. Yeah. So it doesn't really... To us, it doesn't matter, like, how many people are watching. Mm -hmm. It just matters that we have differing opinions and we... Have a conversation going yeah. And that's really all that matters to us yeah. so.
0: And if you want to leave a comment or ask a question We have the I check the YouTube comments uh, every time we, before we record mm-hmm. uh, If you're listening to us through Podbean Because we actually have a Podbean site now
3: Yay!
0: So if you want to download our podcast You can download it there uh, Or if you have a podcast player that uses Podbean um, Then you can watch, listen to us through there And you want to ask a question But you can't leave a comment through Podbean or whatever we have an email at dot com uh, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, this has been episode 11 of Just A Couple Thoughts.
1: Wow. Very cool.
0: <laughs> and I'll see you guys next time.
1: Alrighty. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.